You're listening to a podcast from Grace Church in Salado, Texas. For more information and resources just like this, visit us online at gracesalado.com. Hello and welcome to the Grace Church Slato podcast. My name is David Laws and I'm joined by Jason Goings, the pastor of Preaching and Vision here at Grace. Jason, thanks for being here. Good to be here. It is good to be here indeed. Uh, If this is your first time listening, we do this podcast each week so that you would come away loving God's Word more and just knowing how you can take what you're reading and apply it to your daily life. So our life verse this week is going to be from Acts 28, verse 28, and it says this, Therefore, let it be known to you that the salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles. They will listen. Uh, So this is one that's probably, I I guess I feel like I say this every single week, but the context here is really important to understand uh, what what Paul is saying here. So maybe just start us off by giving us an idea of what's going on in this part of Acts. Sure. Yeah. uh, So the life verse part of it is, you know, sometimes we like to memorize verses that are just really encouraging and really exciting. And there's, there's some optimism in this verse, but it doesn't flow from a heart. Uh, it flows from a heart from Paul. That's really sad. Yeah. And so uh, it's the, the end of the book of acts. Um, and in acts 28, we see the account of how Paul finally makes it to Rome and he's under house arrest and, what that means is he's getting to live on his own with a with a guard watching over him. And it's probably he's being watched over for his own safety. Mm-hmm. As a, partly a Roman citizen, they're protecting him, but also for him to, to sort of be limited. But he's not really limited because he's teaching the gospel, preaching the gospel. He he calls for the Jewish leaders to, to join him, and he's teaching them. In fact, it says in that chapter he spends a lot of time teaching them and talking to them about the, and, and pleading with them and trying to persuade them with everything from the law and the prophets. Um, and he tells them, um, in verse 23, for this reason, actually we read this in a few verses in 23 before our life verse, for this reason, I've asked to see you and speak to you. In fact, it is for the hope of Israel that I'm wearing this chain. And it says in verse 24, some were persuaded by what he said, but others did not believe. And then he moves into quoting Isaiah chapter 6, which talks about how the God's people, the Israelites, will, because of the hardness of their hearts, won't hear anymore. They won't see it. They can't, they just won't be able to hear the good news of the gospel. And so with kind of brokenhearted optimism, mm-hmm. Paul says, what we know is our life first this week. Yeah, it's it's almost in the context of a rebuke. I mean, he's he's acknowledging, yes. hey, this was this gospel came to you guys, you rejected it. Like you had a hard heartedness to this message, therefore it was sent out to the Gentiles. Yeah. And uh, it what struck me as I was studying this was the correlation to Matthew ten five, mm. uh, because in that passage it says Jesus sent out the twelve, and he specifically told them go nowhere among the Gentiles. Uh, and specifically look for the Israelites. I mean, he, so it's almost the exact inverse of this passage. Yeah. I mean, he literally said it was sending them out and do not go to the Gentiles. And then here he's saying, you heard it and you rejected it. And so then it went on to the Gentiles and to the ends of the earth. I mean, like, like we know the Old Testament prophesied, Psalm 67 and all those passages that talk about it spreading to the ends of the earth. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this isn't in the context of like a happy-go-lucky, hey, the, the message is spreading. Yeah. It was 
this, this happened because of your rejection. Yeah, it's really a life verse of Paul kind of standing in the gap yeah. of pleading with them, pleading, pleading, pleading with them. We we know he's at the end of his life. We know he knows that he's probably at the end of his life, and and he's pleading with them, please, you know, um, change. Please receive this. You're not receiving it, so it's going out, and they're going to receive it. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so this, it's a fairly straightforward verse, but what are some of the things that stand out to you most? I mean, I know we're already starting to kind of mm. – dance in that territory as, as far as meaning of what's going on here. But is there anything that stands out to you uh, just as far as trying to make sense of this passage? Well, I think the reason why I, I the Lord wanted us to do this as a life first, why I put it on my heart when we were looking at this in the fall was the optimism there that, mm. that this is a clear statement that God is sending this out and they will hear it, that there will be some that will receive this good news. And so moving this, it's a reminder for us as we memorize God's word that there's this this wonderful commitment by God to expand the expand the gospel from just being for a nation to all the nations. Yeah. I I I think it's a really important emphasis and this is maybe starting to move a little bit into the application. Um but when when we talk about the importance of the gospel spreading, the gospel expanding, mm-hmm. um a lot of times there's a very one one of the obstacles I think to missionary work is the mindset that there's such a need here and mm-hmm. which is always true and it's a reality. There is there is a need here. Um, but there's a big difference in the access here versus the access yeah. elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, and here there are pockets of darkness where the gospel may not have completely pervaded, but uh, there are com- complete nations of darkness where the gospel has not yet reached. Mm-hmm. You know, And so when we have that mindset of, of how can God's kingdom advance, uh, how can this yeah. continue to spread, I think that's one of those things that creates that urgency for the gospel to reach the ends of the earth in a way that may be unique from that need that's here in Salado or or here in Texas. Yeah. Not that there's not a gospel need here, but but there is a unique need because of the difference in access to the gospel. Well, it's, it's different, right? Yeah. yeah, and so you're exactly right. Yeah, the the gospel has been preached on this land, in this land. Um, it's been preached in our city. There's how many churches here? So really. The, the new part of the good news is really hitting the next generation. Mm-hmm. Um, again, there are people that don't understand the gospel or think they've heard it or have been to church or think they got this partnership with God mm-hmm. that need to understand what true gospel means. So the teaching continues, but you're right. There is this compelling drive that we must have to understand what Paul's saying here let's go the yeah. gospel there's people that need to hear it and they're gonna hear it like yeah. like god's gone he knows who's gonna hear it and yeah. so let's go get them and give them the words for their ears to come alive so and you know maybe another application that's on the complete opposite end of the spectrum almost like i'm going to be speaking out of both sides of my mouth here there are those here in our community our neighbors our coworkers our our friends that may have a familiarity with Christianity. They may have a familiarity with our tradition. They may have a familiarity with some of our beliefs. But few people, even in the Bible Belt and here in Slato, Texas, have a a deep, rich, face-to-face understanding of what the gospel message really is, uh, that they are completely trapped in sin and that 
the gospel is that Jesus came and, and created a way for us to be reconciled back to God. I still think if you ask the average person here in Salado, how do you get to heaven? There's going to be some kind of message of doism, you know, that, mm-hmm. you know, just be a good person, you know, yeah. and you can listen to funerals a lot of times and hear what's said about this person. And, and I think uh, that's not unique to Salado. I'm just saying, I think in general, there's still a culture that is in opposition to the message of the gospel. And so I think another important application for us is to look for opportunities to continue spreading the gospel to the Gentiles even here around us in our day-to-day life uh, because that need is there. Yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, and and be encouraged. I mean, again, the part is just the confidence that Paul knows that this is from the Holy Spirit. He's saying they will listen. Yeah, like God's going to open the heart to the people who will hear the gospel, and so keep spreading it, keep sharing it. Don't be discouraged by those who are close to it. Yeah, it's kind of an echo of that same promise back in Mark when he said this gospel of the kingdom will be preached yeah. to all nations and then the end will come. Uh, there's a there's a certainty there. There's a there's yeah. a promise that we can kind of fall back on uh, in a hope-filled way. Sure. And, and just for – if you're wanting to know more about the context of um, the people of Israel e- either hearing or rejecting the gospel, uh, you know, Paul writes this to, you know, to the Galatians, Colossians, Hebrews – Ooh, big thunder! I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> and so um, you could you can read along more with that. But so yeah, well, I think that's a good landing spot for today. Next week we won't have podcasts. We yes. have our staff retreat. So um, so yeah. So sorry about next week. Mm-hmm. Not, let's not have one. So you can pull out your phone and record your own podcast. Submit it, oh, and uh, you know, just <laughs> we'll see what entries we have. But we love y'all and love sharing and talking about God's word with you. Absolutely, and uh, and thank you for listening to the Grace Slato podcast. We hope that this discussion spurs you on in your love for Jesus and your love for people this week. 